Welcome back, everyone, to the Crafty Crew podcast. Uh, I'm Kinger. I'm joined, as always, by Mark. Guten Tag. By Nally. Well. And by Walshie. Morhava. Morhava? Where's that now? Where's, where's this from? That, that is, with a, a, a lot of searching, I came up, it is hello in Turkish. Fair enough. I mean, I guess I we apologise to all the Turkish people listening yeah. for that I, I, horrible I, butchering of your language. Butchering the nah. pronunciation. Oh, I probably, yeah, very much so. Like, so now well, I'm a travelled doctor, you know? So. <laughs> well, she's just said shit in Turkish or something like it. <laughs> hey, hey, look, there's a very good chance of it. Um, I'm glad you've brought up being a doctor so early. Uh, Mr. Walsh, <laughs> after the shade you threw my, uh, our listener Olin last week about claiming he wasn't a doctorate, he sent into the podcast some evidence. Oh, yeah? So, <laughs> firstly, here is him in his doctorate robes uh, receiving his <laughs> doctorate. His garb. Fair and here is him Fantastic. holding his doctoral dissertation. Oh, that's um, fair enough. Fair enough. So, he has he has responded with, "Where's your evidence?" You to be fuck. fair, we should be on the same side. You know, it's it's a hard job out there, and when we do get to do that ale trail, that Kingers like, we will you know go into a, a doctoral discussion over a nice craft beer. <laughs> well, this episode's gotten off to a flying start already. Uh, it's brown ales. I I I I wince now when I think of brown ales because. Yeah. So the podcast the podcast has history with with brown ales. Does anybody want to remind no. everyone what uh, I don't what happened? Do no. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> on one of them, uh, Kinger, was this you or Walchi that shit the bed for this one? Uh, because <laughs> one of yours ended up not working, and this is one of the fable lost lost episodes that we've had to re-record. Yeah. Which is a terrible shame that we have to drink more beer, but. For the listeners, know, we'll sure. plough through. <laughs> we'll plough through. Can you remember what beers we had? Yeah, uh, I remember one of them uh, was the Lockgill Macadamia Nut McNutty. And uh, mm-hmm. that was a just beer from the Crafty Crew. The other was uh, Larkin's Not My Gumdrop Buttons. And despite a fantastic name and artwork on the can, that got a very hard booze. And while she has been campaigning since we've had it to have it downgraded because that's how bad it was. Yeah. Uh, but we, we didn't have a great experience in our last episode, so we've changed tack. We're not going yeah. back there. We've got no. some new brown ales to try tonight. So, Kinger, what's we on have. the menu? Uh, well, Nally, Nally picked them, but we're going to be having uh, Bambrick's brown ale from Ballykill Cavan. And we're also going to be having uh, the Ocean Wide brown ale from Whiplash, which I'm really looking forward to because I can see... Maple syrup and chocolate malt on Ooh. that, which I'm very excited by. Yeah, um, Nally, let's uh, start off with some um, brown ale facts. Yeah, so for brown ales, um, they're one of the styles of beer that are named for the, the color of them. So you know, we've had amber ales recently, and we've had red ales in the past, Irish red ales. So brown ales are just named for the color, as opposed to you know IPAs, which are also named for the color, but. Uh, yeah, so with brown ales, what happened was back in the 1700s, they used to be made with brown malt um, explicitly, which gave them that kind of brown color. Um, and then they kind of they kind of fell out for a while. You know, they were made with brown malt. And then in around the early, mid-19th century, they kind of came back a bit. And what happened was brewers started making a lot more beers with, um, with pale malts around then because the pale malt was a lot cheaper. 
and it was a lot easier to come by. So you get a, a much higher harvest of pale malt, which meant that for brewers, it was less expensive to make uh, to make ales. And that was all pale ales then at the time. Um, and then after that, you got some roasted uh, roasted malts and stuff being made, which led to, you know, kind of porters and stouts. So brown ales kind of fell out of fashion for a good bit. Um, nowadays, when they're being made, they don't generally, they're not explicitly made with uh, brown malt. They're a similar recipe to pale ales. So they use, you know, just normal pale malt. And then after that, they'll add in some of those specialty malts like chocolate malt or caramel malt to give it that kind of color and flavor. Um, with English brown ales, they tend to be uh, more on the low hop side. So they're a real malt forward beer and they kind of give you that biscuity, toffee kind of flavor. Um, and because they use some of those roasted malts, that kind of uh, you get kind of nutty flavors or caramel and stuff like that in it as well. And then you have American brown ales, which are, you know, higher hopped, ale, higher hopped brown ales. So you use a lot of the American hops um, and they're around the same ABV and everything. They're just higher hopped. So they're not as sweet. They're, you know, as you'd expect with a higher hopped beer. And then there's a third kind of style that's not as common and it's a lot harder to find. They're um, uh, Belgian Belgian brown ales or uh, Flemish brown ales, I think they are. And basically they're, they're kind of like a sour version of a brown ale, which is weird to think of. But, you know, a, a beer for every occasion, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so moving on to your point, Ali, about the how you're saying they're a bit cheaper. So they really kind of came to the fore a bit uh, in the nineteen late 1910s and early 1920s. So after World War One, you know, with rationing and stuff, the whole of Europe was um, in this massive stage of upheaval. And in England in particular, um, they didn't really have many raw materials and things like your pale malts and stuff you know with the competition for it prices are sky high but brown malts would have been relatively inexpensive at the time also at the time brown ales would have been lower in alcohol content so you know in terms of other ingredients um basically the entire raw material process was cheaper they're cheaper to produce and so the british government were you know pushing them as an alternative beer because they were using up less uh materials of which there was a general shortage and that's kind of where some that were around gained popularity and then some new ones came to the fore and at the moment there's kind of two big ones uh, man's brown ale which is based out of london and newcastle brown ale so um i've seen newcastle brown ale around the place i'm sure we've all kind of seen it or or heard of it man's brown ale is actually just as big if not bigger um and it's just kind of like the southern english brown ale um it's a bit of an interesting story behind it and um, the guy who came up with it a guy called thomas wells thorpe so he was working for uh the albion brewery in london and he was trying to recreate bass pale ale which is another pale ale in england and at the time that was like if not the most popular beer in england it was one of the most popular and it was at one stage the biggest beer in the world you know and um, so he was trying to recreate this he fucked it up basically and what he <laughs> ended up with was a brown ale and they called it man's brown ale and they they licensed it and sold it all over london they called it the sweetest beer in london that was its catchphrase and it's kind of it's kind of what's knocking around as man's brown ale now these days um but what i find funny is you can still buy bass pale ale um 
it's it's not very great in my opinion um and just to put it in some context if you go into northern ireland or to the uk it's literally the cheapest beer in like asda and tesco <laughs> there is nothing cheaper even it's as cheap as tesco's own brand stuff so really? that's yeah oh, wow. so that that'll show you what people think of bass pale ale and you know it's it's a weird name it's obviously a family name you don't really hear it knocking around anymore. I'd say all those family members changed their name out of shame <laughs> from that. The only person I know is that there's a guy called David Bass. He's a, he's a jump jockey. And with the national um, Grand National being on around this time, or, you know, ain't, uh, Cheltenham wasn't that long ago. He, I kind of seen him in like uh, in the papers or whatever. But yeah, even even him, he's not very good. Like, so <laughs> not only is the name Bass bad, but like... The only Nabas I know is David Bass, and he's a bit of a shithead. So <laughs> there is also an American footballer called Dave Bass. I think. Oh, that's right. He's a he's a he's a kicker. Kicker isn't he? is he? Yeah, he's a kicker. Yeah, he's a shithead as well. <laughs> Kickers aren't real people. <laughs> <laughs> Kickers aren't but, uh, real people. Just just on that one that you're saying, man's mark as well. So man's it's strange. Man's is only two point eight percent ABV, which is quite low. Um, even for brown ales, like they tend to be, you know, they can be down as low as about three point three or whatever. But two point eight percent is quite low. But in the like eighties, nineteen eighties now, not the eighteen eighties, bit more recent. But in like the nineteen eighties and stuff, what they used to do is they used to use man's ale as a mixer. So for cocktails and stuff, you'd be using brown ale, man's brown ale as a mixer wow. because it's only two point eight percent. I mean, I don't know about you, but a beer cocktail sounds like something a bit mental, and I need to try one <laughs> actually yeah yeah i wouldn't mind that um well true to form for me i just kind of looked up what brown ales are good uh for in terms of like pairing them with food and stuff so um the the hint of caramel and chocolate that you get with them sometimes pairs them quite well with like roasted pork or smoked sausage and kind of real hearty foods so like they complement like nutty flavors of like maybe a chicken satay or a cashew chicken or even with a dessert like you could have like pecan pie or a peanut sauce, like with ice cream or something. So um, brown ales go very well with that. Which, I mean, I'm always on board with some good food. And if I compare, uh, if I compare a beer with it, I'm I'm even happier. You know. I would like to point out something from last week. Kinger kind of put me on blast for not having a a fact on on point, as in a gluten free. I just had standard beer once. So I'm again a little bit closer to home here. So did you know if you blend all the colors together? You get brown. <laughs> uh, can I just ask, did you use your mouth and digestive system to, to run this test while she... Huh? <laughs> while she just... Lost while she ate a packet of Skittles and saw what came out and was like, yep, yeah, it's brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Blue what M&M, I found. Green hey, M&M. Okay. They all I, wind up the same I can throw another one. This is like, that's what I found. Brown is considered an earth colour because it is found nearly everywhere on earth. Oh. Now, <laughs> see that's what i learn in bollocksology school <laughs> i don't think you're going to see too much brown in the north or south poles or in the sea well, which I'm is 70 sure. percent of the earth i'm sure if you get to the bottom of the ocean there's probably <laughs> dirt and soil there i don't know yeah i've never been there so I don't know. all right look let's 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 crack on let's crack on and try these brown hills jesus well, she's not been to the bottom jesus, of the mariana I, I, come here <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, while you text us before the, we started recording the podcast, going, can I do a bit of a weird fact? And we all said, absolutely, go for it. And, I mean, he's delivered, so <laughs> you can't really complain. 
<laughs> Can't complain. Can I just say, before we dive into these beers, like, we have these different episodes where, like, somebody will favour a type of beer and they'll love that episode and then vice versa. Mm. You might not like it. When we first did brown ales, with the exception of Nally, who who is partial to an old brown ale, we were all quite hesitant, but went in with a really, you know, optimistic and open-minded viewpoint and got shot on for that. <laughs> and so I think this is a weird episode because I'm coming into it with a negative viewpoint I need turned around. And I'm really hoping that these couple of beers do that. So I just wanted to know, Walsh and Kinger, are you kind of in the same boat as me? Um, a, a little bit. I have had one or two beforehand and one or two that have been nice. But after gumdrop buttons... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very hesitant. I'm actually, I think I was one of the more positive, um, reviewers on the brown ales the last time. I thought. You usually are. Uh, no, I know, but I, I like in I, going in, I was very hesitant. And then I, I think I really enjoyed the gingerbread one just because I, the, 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 the cinnamon taste really came through. Um, so I'm actually quite positive about these. I'm I'm looking forward to them. Um, the whiplash one for sure. Like I'm a f- I'm a devil for maple. So like Anthony Maple, I'm really looking forward to. So, um, yeah, Nally, how about you? Yeah, I mean I've had one of these before. Um, the Ballykill Cavern. Um, just just there's not a whole lot of brown ales. There's a few out there, but there's not a whole heap that are readily available at the minute. Um, but yeah, I, it's been a while. I'd say it's been since before lockdown one. When I last had it, so I'm, I'm okay. kind of, you know, it's almost fresh to me. And the Whiplash one, I've not had at all. And uh, like you, Kinger, I'm looking forward to it. There's a lo- it. It looks like there's a lot going on in it. So um, that'll be interesting. Yeah. So I reckon let's kick it off with the Bambrix Brown Ale first and uh, see how that goes. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Mark, very quickly, can are you a fan? Yeah, it's it's cool. It's um, It's almost got like a Halloween theme to it. It's like a, it's hard to describe. It looks like a griffin. Um, it's like black. Sorry, so it's like a red background, like a you know a red sun going down, and it's got this big black griffin kind of thing. He looks like he's attacking a farmhouse. Um, it's an American brown ale, so I don't know. Maybe wherever it's from, Leash. Maybe this is a th- thing that happens in Leash. I've only been there for Electric Picnic, and I can't really say I remember much of that. So. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's grand. I wouldn't say it's exceptional though, Kinger. I think uh, it's just 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 a nice can. Like it smells very. I'm I'm assuming that's a real malty smell. Well, you know, if you had told us to open them and pour them out, I might have got there with you, like. But uh... <laughs> I only talk about the can when I'm filling time for us opening the cans. Like you know that at this stage. Maybe some people yeah. do. Kinger, where are you? Like like a professional. You and me, you and me, Walshie. Hey, me. look, that's what it's all about. I didn't know either. I just cracked it open because I assumed I was behind it. Really. Uh, yeah, I mean, smell instantly is very malty. There's a like caramelly as well. I think is that kind of. I know we, yeah. we spoke about them being in the the kind of main taste, but that's the kind of initial smell. Yeah, kind of caramel toffee, kind of burnt toffee. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's got a it's got a really How good. How did you know it was burnt toffee? Well, you know, I am literate and can read the side of the can, um, but. Oh, <laughs> but the um, the just make just make just making sure the head retention is really good in it as well. I'm pouring it out. It's a pro- it holds the head yeah, really well. So it does. Is. Um, you know, we, you know. Usually, sometimes we take it, the piss out of Kinger for uh, not going with as Mark says the tulip style glass. 
I've gone full on old school pint glass for this and I'm very happy that I have. <laughs> yeah, it's a real old fashioned kind of beer. You want to get an old fashioned kind yeah, of glass. There's no, there's no markings on this glass at all. It's just a proper old dirty pint glass. like. <laughs> which, you know, like which to me is what a brown ale is. It's a dirty old pint. I don't know why I have that in my head, you know. Um, yeah, I can see where you get that from though. Yeah, this thing is this thing is dark, isn't it? Like it's not brown, it's black. Yeah, it's, um, it looks like a porter. It's, it's it very does, yeah. Black to me. Yeah, it's, it's got a real. Um, sorry, but but like to to talk on your, um, burnt toffee kind mm. of taste, burnt caramel. When you get your first whiff of it and your mouthful of it, it really does have that burnt flavor to it. Yeah, and it's really deep and rich. Like Scrooge McDuck's pond. <laughs> <laughs> that is a throwback there. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. I, I Initial taste is telling me that it's very plain or something, like in terms of what a brown ale... Like, okay, so we keep mentioning the old beers we had for the last, the last episode, but like there was lots of flavours. We know there's hints of like maple syrup and chocolate in the next one. This seems very... Without comparing it to too much, it seems bland as like a, as an instant reaction for me. Yeah, I'd say, Kinger, the thing maybe that you're feeling there is because this is more of a plain brown ale. Whereas with the other ones that we tried, they were, you know, gingerbread brown ale and uh, macadamia nut brown ale. So this is probably more true to style, yeah. which is why it's kind of more plain. Um, a thing with yeah. brown ales, especially the kind of regular brown ales, is a lot of people seem to recommend them as a starter for people getting into craft beers because there's not there's not a whole lot going on like it's not over the top hoppy or it's not over the top malty it's it's kind of down the middle which i think is you know for me that's mm. it's a good way to get into it or if you haven't had a brown ale in a while it's it's a nice one to kind of go back to you if if you get a just a normal brown ale you're not really going to you can't get it too wrong you know what i mean <laughs> This uh, this reminds me of a lot of nice um, craft stouts I've had, in that it's got a nice rich taste to it. Um, it's very low carbonation, and also the flavors that are in it, the kind of caramelly, uh, burnt toffee kind of taste. It's really subtle, so it's really like you get the beer, and then you get this kind of sweet toffee, um, roasted caramel flavor at the end. But it's not really overpowering. It's nice and subtle and. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. I'm I'm happily surprised. Uh, one point when you were saying, Ali, it's a good kind of gateway into craft to, to craft beer in general, and and I see what you mean. Um, uh, but that kind of uh burnt toffee, caramel, chocolatey, which do you know what I mean? Say someone that's you know they're drinking their standard you know cores or whatever, starting into something like this might. I don't know. I nearly come across like it's nearly a lot very heavy tasting. So it might put people off. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, I suppose, Walter, that's that's a good point. Like, But I suppose it depends on, like any of them, I suppose it depends on what they're coming from. Like if you were coming from Guinness or Smittix or something like that, brown ales might be an easy way to get into it. If you're coming from more the lagers, yeah, yeah. if you're coming from lagers and stuff like that, you might want to go with type of a pale ale or something. This brown ale, um, they're, they're quite similar to the Irish red, aren't they? Like that kind of flavour. I think the Irish Reds might be a bit more malty or something, but they're similar enough. Yeah. I'm finding this is very, like, um, it, it has that kind of, we speak about as well, of, of a, a beer coat in your mouth and the taste hanging around an awful lot after you've had the beer. 
Um, maybe it's just not. Maybe it's just not. My, I'm, it's not to my taste. I, I, I think it's too. I think it's very bitter. I think it's very like. There's something mildly unpleasant about it, like with with each mouthful. But uh, you know, subjective enough, I'd say it's personal taste, really. People say a lot of things are mildly unpleasant with each mouthful. But <laughs> moving on from that comment that you make here, um, <laughs> I, I I actually think I actually think Nally, your point about red ales is quite good. Uh, the caramel kind of flavors there, the malt forwardness is really true, like a red ale. But I think it's maybe it's the brown ale style, but it's for me it's it's gotten in between there and a porter, and I um I enjoy the subtlety and I enjoy the bitterness. I think the bitterness complements the kind of toffee and caramel flavors, which are quite sweet. I think it gives it a nice full body. Yeah, I think Mark just on that real quick. I think the the thing with this is so with Irish uh, reds and stuff like that, they use the malt they use wouldn't be as roasted as this. So I think these kind of have a slightly more uh, roasted maybe nutty kind of flavor as opposed to the caramel sweetness of the red ales these are a bit more nutty a bit more earthy or something like that which gives it that kind of bitterness um you know it's kind of like the uh, the bitterness king or it's kind of just that you mentioned it's kind of more like um like a coffee kind of bitterness as opposed to a really bitter ipa or something i, I mean i'd nearly start writing this one right now i don't know if you have you much more to say about it or go for it yeah fire away well, as, as everyone knows at this stage, uh, the Crafty Crew rating system uh, starts with uh, unbearable. Um, it then goes booze. Booze. Uh, down the line, middle of the road is just beer. Uh, enjoyable is brutal. And then uh, it goes unbearable. So I'm cracking this off as a booze. I like. Ooh. I won't be rushing out to get this anytime soon. Uh I'll finish it just to get it out of the glass, but like, I'm not enjoying that. It's and it, you know, it's definitely a personal taste thing. Uh, maybe just, maybe brown ales just aren't for me. Well, we'll have to wait and see what the next one says. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna disagree with you with a hard left turn there, Kinger. I really enjoy this. Um, I like the earthy flavors, the the caramel, burnt toffee sweetness of it. The bitterness complements that. I think it's got a rich full body. It's a nice mouthfeel to it, which we didn't. You know, as you said, it kind of lingers on the palate and um, adds taste. But what I'm, as I drink more of it, what I am enjoying is that the aftertaste isn't building to kind of an unbearable sweetness. It's maintaining pretty steady. And for those reasons, I'm going to give it a beautiful. So I am um, at an impasse nearly with it. Um... It's a big word, Walshy. <laughs> hey, look, to be honest, I, I got a... I was surprised I got that word right. So you know what I mean. So I, I'll take it. Um, it's Walshy's word of the day. <laughs> See, I won't mind. I was going to... hmm, How will I use that today? I was going to say I also had my hello, but I can't remember the word. So, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry to our Turkish followers. I suppose. Uh, I know. Um, I do enjoy it. I think it's very nice. Um, but in saying that, would I voluntarily go out and get it again? Probably not. Um, but for what it is in a brown ale, I do really enjoy it. So I'll, I'll go straight up just bare. Probably leaning up a little bit, but I'll go just bare. Yeah, so uh, beautiful for me. That's it. 
I like it. I think it's really good. I think it's a good example of a brown ale. Like there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think everything that they're trying to do with it, they've done well. Um, it's not overly carbonated. It's 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 sweet, but like Mark said, it doesn't build too much in the aftertaste or anything like that. I really enjoy that, and I will one hundred percent would get that again. Um, it's not it's not spectacular. It's not you know, it's not at the top of the line. But uh, yeah, I'm happy out with that. Beautiful um, for me. Um, but I think because of Kinger's booze, Walshy is the one that's going to win out on this. <laughs> Can. Can I retract mine? No. Nope. It's never been done okay. before, Walshie. There's no precedence okay. for this. Well, it depends. What way are you going to go? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I lean with the two boys. Okay, you can't. You can't then. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> we have to take. We have to take your first answer. Okay, fair enough. No, and, that's uh... fair. That's fair. <laughs> the, the edit is king, so it makes absolutely zero difference <laughs> whether you change it or not. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not going in. Uh, okay. Well, look. <laughs> As I down the last of my uh, brown ale here, uh, it's a just beer from the Crafty Crew podcast for Bambrick's Brown Ale from Ballykilcavan. Okay, so this is a bit of a weird one, and it's more of a it's more of a what you, like how much you back yourself in terms of your ability to sell craft beer, right? Oh. So now that we've done a few, we've done what twelve episodes, thirteen episodes of the, the podcast. By no means do I find do I. Um, see himself as a connoisseur of craft beers. I just like them. Uh, but how much, how well do you think you can convince a non-craft beer drinker to take up craft beer? I think I can do this to to a certain group of people, right? So I'm still in work every day, unaffected with, by COVID. Everyone I work with, okay, they have, uh, like uh, most of us, no social life anymore because... We're all in lockdown. Sorry, we're all in lockdown. And I think just my incessant badgering about craft beers has tried at least two people, or convinced at least two people to uh, to give them a go. Um, really? Yeah. Now, I've had one or two people who I work with who also enjoy them. And, you know, when I incessantly badger people and then those people turn to the other known craft beer drinkers and are like, is, he, is this actually nice? And, <laughs> they kind of, you know, slyly back me up and be like, oh, yeah, give it a go, you know. But I think given, you know, people being forced to be in an environment with me for a period of time every day, I can slowly wear them down until they'll try craft beer <laughs> because it's easier to say they've tried it to get me off their back. So so to sum that up, Mark has gone with the Stockholm Syndrome method. Correct. Yes, he just get his captors, to cap, his... His hostages to like him. That's it. That's what's happened there. <laughs> um, I I don't know if I could sell craft beer to people. Uh, you know, if I like it, I'm going to tell you it's good. If I don't, I'm going to tell you it's not. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I wouldn't be the best. I wouldn't be the best at coming up with, you know, slogans or things like that. So I avoid marketing as much as possible. It seems like effort. And uh, yeah, God bless the people who do that for a job. I mean, they must be very intelligent people. Um, you know, I really, I really feel like people who are able to come up with things like that and write scripts for job, you know, for just companies come to you with an idea and you're like, damn, I know how I can sell the shit out of this. People who do that as a job. 
I feel maybe Nally, you might have taken my my question of can you sell craft beer too literally. I just mean like getting someone who only drinks Coors or only drinks Bud to like you know maybe switch to a, a Dead Center or a Hope Brewery or something just different for a change. But you know, I didn't want you to come up with like a an, a, a massive marketing campaign to sell <laughs> craft beer as a whole to the nation. <laughs> Oh, no, or, I mean, maybe, I, maybe he did, and that was his assignment in work this week. <laughs> well, that's what I was figuring. That's why I was going you'll on about it. You'll never know, and you'll never know. <laughs> well, yeah, of course we won't, because there's zero help with that. <laughs> yeah. Taking about, I, I suppose I kind of have done to with a few people. Like, um, I know we have it. The four of us, we we thoroughly enjoy our craft beer, and we have other friends. That have started drinking we, craft beer. We have other friends. More, maybe because friends. the four of us in the evenings talking about it as much. Um, some of my family members, um, the thoughts of craft beer would probably sicken them. But if I'm out there and I have a load of craft beer cans, I'm like, here, try this one. Now, nine times out of ten, they're like, what is this absolute nonsense you're drinking? <laughs> yeah. But there is the odd one or two. I was like, do you know what, Paul? Or, sorry, Walshy? This is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I, I the actually, mask slips. Yes, sorry. My, um, they know where I, they know how to find me now. They know my full name. Um, my actual, <laughs> my sister actually, actually for some reason loves um, Galway Hooker's Cherry Stout. And she was like, oh, uh, well, where where can I find this? And she obviously doesn't call me Walshy, but she wants uh, more of that. And even my other sister wants a couple of get a couple of sours. And that's just solely by me having them. It's like, look, give it a, give it a lash. Yeah. Whereas so, my father and mother would yeah. be like, if you ever make me drink this again, you're disowned. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a few people into it. So there's one or two people out in work. Uh, you know, one of the lads that we played ball with and stuff, uh, just big fan of Coors or Canadian and would just generally drink that. But after mentioning a couple of different beers, so he's gotten onto Yellow Belly Citra. Um, big fan of that. So he is. So, you know, you get a few people into it. I feel like if I can eventually get my old fella to, to try a couple of craft beers, I will have completed I will have completed the game. Oh, like, really life, <laughs> life goal that's, to get my that's, father that's on the dr- that's, that, that, that's the dream for me. So yeah. just yeah, very quickly yeah. then, bonus, bonus follow-up question, and I only just want one snap answer from each of you. Uh, what beer, what's your weapon of choice to convert someone? from your regular Bud's Heineken's type drinker to a craft beer. So just just give me one beer. That's it. I think, honestly, I think a Seeking Sunshine from Dead Centre might be a good gateway for anybody that drinks like a Coors or something like that. Okay, well, I'll I'll, I'll throw mine in. So my mom tried, uh, very strangely, uh, Yellowbelly's Castaway over Christmas, and she fucking fell in love with it. Really? So like, yeah, like it's it's unreal what type of a sour beer or what type of a, ca- a craft beer might convert someone to try something different. Because like she's a G and T drinker and a, maybe a vodka drinker now and again. Do you know, beers wouldn't be your thing at all. So because yeah. that, like, of all the sour beers, that's probably it's up there. It's the sour, most like. sourish beer I've had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now saying that, my sister did enjoy it, but when she tried it initially, she was like, "Whoa." Because, you know, you get that sourness and you're like, your yeah. whole face cringes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark? Yeah, I think I'd go with a Session IPA. And I think something like Dead Pony Club um, or 
I had two recently, one Cheap Flirt by Brew, which is quite nice. And if I had to pick one of the three, it would be one. It's called Saucery by Magic Rock Brewing. Um, I think they're a really good brewery and Saucery is a delicious beer. And I think because of the lower alcohol, it's got like flavors of IPA and stuff in it, which is the big brand, but it doesn't have the full kick of it. I think that'll just get somebody into it a bit easier. Just as you're saying, Session IPA is going off uh, last week. That uh, uh, Lumina yeah, would give be a that. bad show either. Yeah, so for me, it would be uh, there's a Whiplash, who actually we're going to try next. Um, but they make a great uh, American Pale Ale. It's called Body Riddle. And it'd be a similar idea to you, Mark. I've gone with kind of a low ABV beer to get people into it. I don't think it's too hoppy. It's not over the top. It's a low ABV. I really like the beer and I think because it has enough about it, but it's not too much, it might be a good kind of way for people to start off getting into it. Natalie, just quickly, before you introduce us to our second beer, I feel like I have to make an admission. I would I would love to track uh, a craft drinker's journey from their first beer to their favourite beer and then how that evolves. So you three will know me as a double IPA man. Like, I love double yeah. IPAs, yeah. I, I, I'm starting to feel like Ambers are my new favourite. Oh, yes. Get in! Yes! Yeah? Ambers are, a- yeah, ambers absolutely are fantastic. It'll work out for you well in the long run, Kinger, as well, because you might be able to go out and have, uh, you know, five or six points as opposed to two or three and uh, survive the night like. <laughs> Uh, Nally, we've, we've, we've delayed enough. Where are we going next for our uh, next brown ale? So it's Whiplash, Whiplash Brewery, and their brown ale is the Ocean Wide. Um, I was just having a quick look, and uh, Untapped, sometimes they have these um, you know, details about the beer. So I just had a quick look, and apparently this beer was brewed in loving memory of fungi. So, um, do you know? What? Yeah, oh, I, I shoot you not, man. That's that's what it says in the details. In loving memory of fungi, and <laughs> and interestingly, uh, you know, as we speak about the cans, sometimes the picture of this, and we've spoke before about Whiplash's can design. That it's very simplistic, just a plain white can, um, and it just it looks like an old man or an old woman with a with a cap on, looking wistfully out to the ocean wide, um, as is the name of the beer. Looking out at uh, what could be seen as like a whale's fin or a dolphin's yeah. fin, so that's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I'm going to crack this open now, lads. So if if you want to do oh, that, that as well, um, I find the head doesn't stick around as much as the the bambricks. Like it's not as heavy. There's oh, like a we're not, tiny we're bit. Not quite there yet, Walsh. <laughs> oh no, I am. I because I, I know we have that kind of transition talk. So. I think uh, as we're pouring, so that's what I thought that was. This uh, Whiplash Brewery seemed to have a similar style with their cans as a couple of the ones that we've all uh, really liked. You know, it's it's the artwork. You know straight away it's a Whiplash uh, Whiplash yeah. drink. Love that it. white art, uh, the white background with just some random artwork on it. It's, they're pretty cool, so they are. So just quickly, I don't think we called it out on the last one. The Bambrick's Brown Ale was uh, where is it gone now? It was five five point eight percent. Yeah, whereas this one has gone up to 6.8. So we're having a good time here in the podcast. It's a big jump. Uh, so smell instantly is uh, a lot more sweeter. Oh, yeah, definitely sweeter. You can get yeah, that maple definitely. straight away. It's a lot sweeter. Yeah. There's the, I don't know, if you, the head definitely doesn't, isn't as um, poignant. Is that another? I'm trying it's a to word. Work it's a word. It doesn't really work there. It's a, no. it's a word. I don't know if it's the one you'd use okay. here. 
It's not as prominent, maybe, while she. Hey, I knew. I knew it began with a P. I mean, it's a start. Um, <laughs> yeah, but oh, the, the difference in the head between this and the Bambrix is um, very, poignant. very noticeable. Very, it's poignant. Yeah, poignant. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Let me poignant? let me edit in some poignant music here in the background now, just like a real wit. Just, yeah. yeah. Sad Hulk. Uh, okay. Well, I mean. Th- the head, the head doesn't hang around, but even as it poured, like it looked a lot smoother than um, Bambrick's brown ale for some reason. And it's even now, like looking at it, like into the light, it's maybe fractionally brighter. Like it's brown, it's not completely black. Do you know? Yeah. I I would say this is brown. The last one was yeah. black. Yeah. I think while there's not much of a difference when you're looking through a glass, like if you kind of hold it straight at the light and yeah. kind of look at the edge. You really get the color. Yeah, I think uh, definitely. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit lighter in color. For me, the head's sticking around a bit. I don't know. I know the lads kind of went out and cleaned out their glasses in between, but no, it's the same for me. No. Uh, I think it's because we used a fresh glass. Yeah, pint glass though. Well, I use a fresh glass. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, but it, it's hanging around a bit. But the smell is definitely sweeter than the last one. So it is. Um, you can get that maple on it. They just started reading on it. It's it's got um. The, the other thing with Whiplash is they give all the ingredients on the front of their can, which is really cool. Uh, I know I've said before, I love it when yeah. uh, breweries give you the hops they've used in the beer. So it's kind of cool. Like they've used Columbus hops in this and it's interesting to have them there. But it, it, it flat out says they've used maple syrup in this beer. So I haven't had a go of it yet. I'm yeah. looking forward to it to see see how noticeable it is because it's there from the smell anyway. So I've had a couple of beers from Whiplash. And they've never let me down. Their double IPA, actually, Cream on Chrome, is it's definitely probably my top two or three double IPAs that I've had. You're and, going in a direction here, King. <laughs> hey, this this doesn't change my mind. This Ooh. is fantastic. Fantastic. I, ha- I have to say, I've had my first couple of mouthfuls of this. It is quite delicious. It's nice. I was a bit hesitant with how sweet it was. That mm. I thought it was going down the last episode brown ale, ale route, but uh, the maple gives it a kind of consistency. Uh, I I actually think I can kind of like feel the maple syrup in the mouthfeel, which might sound crazy, and I could be just psychosomatically putting that there. But I do think it's a really smooth but somewhat viscous beer. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Mark. I think it is. It it is mildly syrupy when you're drinking it. You can kind of. Yeah. Like I don't know if I've been, you know, tricked into it by reading the can, but you can definitely definitely there's something there that's a bit different. Um I feel like Walshie's gonna explode if he doesn't get to say something about it. We were all talking it up there saying it was a lovely beer, <laughs> but negative. I don't know if Walshie's in the same line as us. <clears throat> I feel like he disagrees. I d- I wouldn't heavily disagree, but I I, I I think it's too sweet. And let me say that, and I had a reference, but, you know. <laughs> no, I, no, I prefer the Bambricks a lot more. It does now, I think this is far too far too sweet for my well, Hang on now, hang on now, sorry. I know that everyone's entitled to their opinion. <laughs> Are we? Ha- Are but we, though? <laughs> but I have to call you out here. Yourself and Nally are two men who drink stouts with, like, the most incredible... Uh, decadent and sweet flavors in them. You're a man who has um, been a, a martyr for the sour cause since the start of this podcast, which will have a lot of fruity and very sweet taste. And this is too much for you. I that doesn't make sense. As as brown ales go, it is. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I'll. 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 I'll yeah. <laughs> well, like a yeah, sour. I expect a sour to be very sweet. There's like, just king, kinger. There's just no point arguing with him. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll tell you now. No, no, Th- Twelve weeks. Said, I, I've learned. Just let him have it. Just yeah. Thanks, Wallace. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be that dismissive. To be fair, I, I, as I said at the start of that, everyone is entitled to their opinion. I'm just. I'm very surprised as someone who likes very decadent stouts and very uh you know tangy and fruity sweet sours that this would be a step too far for you that's it's a surprise i think if you had this sweetness in a sour it might be different but it's not a sour it's a brown ale i mean i i I wouldn't even like this sweetness in a in a stout now it could be different if it said stout and it switched it up a bit but i don't know I, I, I just, the sweetness is kind of putting me off a little bit. So I'm going to swing a bit of a, a curveball opinion in here, right? I think the maple syrup, as, as me and Ali have said, maybe it's in our heads, but the maple syrup kind of our <clears> consistency <throat> that kind of comes through with this makes me think, combined with what I have to say is a fabulous taste, makes me kind of think that, you know what, maybe if I'm in the pub one, one hopefully Saturday and around Christmas and I've had Guinness for six weeks... And somehow, somewhere, there's two cans of this behind the behind the bar. I'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna have some whiplash because this stuff with the consistency really gives you that same satisfying feel as a Guinness, and the taste is delicious. I have to say, I love this beer. Yeah, so I I get what Walsh is saying about the sweetness. It is quite sweet. Um, I like it. I, it's not a down thing for me. I like it. Um, I think. I think, Walshie, if this was put in front of you and it said, you know, maple stout, I reckon your opinion of this is going to go through the roof because this is this is nowhere near as sweet as some of the stouts that, like, for example, Rascal's Candyman, that I know you're a huge fan of. This is nowhere near as sweet as that, in my yeah. opinion. I think Candyman would be a lot sweeter than this. Um, See, the likes of a Candyman, I think there's a little bit of bias because I'm obsessed with salted caramel, so that probably plays a factor. Yeah, but but this is too like, sweet. The ma- yeah, but you see, but that's what I, I mean. It's like, that, like I I'm obsessed with salted salted caramel, anything. So that's probably why I love them much. And maple, probably yeah. I haven't Fair. had a yeah. lot of maple. Maybe it's not a, a flavor that I'm familiar with yet. So that's why I'm probably a little iffy on it. I think us trying to second guess the calculations and knowledge of bollocksology that's going through what she's saying right now. As, as bollocksology layman, okay, compared to an MD over here. Or sorry, a BD. A BD, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we, we, we can understand. Like, he's got seven years of, of education and however many of experience adjusting his decision. We don't have yeah. that. So, you know, his, his, his bollocks he's sprouting. Is uh, is much more qualified than ours. Probably you know? more about seven minutes. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Do you know what I mean? You're kind of, I kind of winging it here, but like, I mean, is that how long it took it? you to buy the online doctor? So it's seven minutes. <laughs> I look so like I like to, more so to echo what Mark said. Like if I'm sitting in my so like I'm from a small village in 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 the west of Ireland called Kerndulla and like. Henley's Bar is where everyone goes every every Friday night. It's just a, it's a small local bar. There's a fire in the corner. The same ten lads are sitting around the bar. 
Can't TVs on, showing whatever sports on at the time. And it's where everyone goes for like a Guinness, right? But if I happen to get sick of Guinness on any given night, I'm having this as a substitute. And it's like, that's not far off it for me. Like, it's, yeah. uh, You're not disappointed, you know, aren't you? You're, you're not disappointed you're, at all. It's, it's, you're it's, like, it's incredible. So, yeah. Kinger, can you just tell me this fairy tale of people in, what was that you said? A, a pub, was it? What's that? A pub, yeah. So it's this place where people people go, they gather at the same time, and you order drinks from a person behind the bar. They serve you the drink, you give them money, and then you drink it at your own leisure. What? Um, it's 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 a magical place. Um, madness. I yeah. thought a pub was a singular noun for a pube. No. 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 They exist before lockdown. Yeah. I feel like Is I feel a, like a lot of people. It can be a lot of people. Yeah, it can be up wow. to maybe you know. Kinger, this depending is, on the size of the pub. This is better bollocksology than I've heard Walshy say in a while. I don't believe you. I don't <laughs> hey, think that's magical hey, world. Hey, you should have hey, a doctor. Oh. This this oh, magical oh. world can't okay. exist. Surely. <laughs> I'll just show uh, myself out. So. <laughs> okay, so look, unless we have any more to say about um, Whiplash is the Ocean Wide, uh, do we want to start the ratings off with this one? Yeah, and I want Nally to go first. Oh, you sneaky dog. Okay. <laughs> Nally never goes first. Nally always he never goes first, actually. That is true. I do. Yeah, that is true. I, I've gone first on many occasions, possibly. Name one. But, uh, shut up, Walshie. go first, then? I'll no, no, first. I'll go first. I'm only messing with you. I'll go first, yeah. So... This is a nice pair, and um, I would get it again. I'm not quite where ye are, lads. I'm not going to substitute this for Guinness or anything, in, in my opinion. You know, I'm I'm down with it. I like it. It's grand. Um, not going to go out of my way to find it again. If I want something this sweet, I've, like King, I was saying, some of those other stouts, I kind of just prefer the, the way the stouts are when they're made like this. So I'd probably go that route if I was looking for something that sweet again. So for me, it's just beer. Yeah. It's on the higher end of it, but it is just beer to me. Um, I'm Ooh. happy out with it. Like, it's grand. I just Jesus. I, well, that's just beer is grand. Be like, I don't see how this is a Jesus. It's not like I've said it's unbearable. I, just, <laughs> I also wasn't ranting I feel about like it. You just, I haven't gone about it this way you have, which are I would substitute this for Guinness. No, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> we we never so, said we'd substitute it for Guinness. We said yeah, we, true, we, true. But K- fair enough. Um, I'm Kinger, just surprised Kinger you're literally a said, you know, Kinger literally Kinger said I would substitute this for Guinness if I've had Guinness for a while. And no, I no, want to change no, it. no, no, no. I said, I said, I said, if I happen to get sick of Guinness for whatever reason, I would switch to this if it was available. That's yeah, I didn't okay. say I'd substitute. Okay, right. like, okay. Guinness like, in my mind is untouchable. Let's like that's always yeah, been no, a that's thing, yeah. so, like, you know. Maybe bank. Maybe bank holiday weekend, you've had 10 Guinness Friday, 10 Guinness Saturday, and then you're yeah. there Sunday, and you're like, you know what, oh, I'll, yeah. just, I'll have this. And then, but also, you're not going to be disappointed, and you're like, still going to really enjoy it. We're not saying it's better than Guinness or equivalent to Guinness. We're just yeah. saying that it could it's, be used instead of it if you were sick of Guinness. And it's you a fantastic be, alternative. Yeah, you wouldn't feel like you were missing out. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But for me, if I was going down that route, I'd go down with a stout um, instead of this. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's just the way I go. So for me, it's just beer. Okay, it's, well, it's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not overly special in my mind. Okay. I, I mean, I feel like I'll I'll go next and, and counter you, and I'll say for me, this is unbelievable. Um, and I know I get a bad rap for being like overly positive about beers and this, right? But right, um, we got married a couple of years ago, me and my wife, 
And oh, just to clarify, if, I mean, just to clarify, I knew we, I knew we were good friends, Kinger, but we, <laughs> yeah, we all if, four of us, we got married a couple of years ago. <laughs> if um, if we had the option to hand a beer out for dessert, to have mm. with dessert, I would be, I would be buying whatever two hundred whatever people were at the wedding. Yeah. I'd be having this given to everyone on their table to have with dessert. I think that's. It's a fantastic beer yeah. for what it is. Yeah. Um, I would definitely go and get it again. And uh, unbelievable for me is, I think, like it's a fantastic beer. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, row in after you. I'm really disappointed in this week's episode because I love bitching and moaning and griping at things. <laughs> and I come in Wait, here. Do you? Yeah, you you all know that. Anyone who's listening to this podcast knows I want to have a go at something. At some stage. Um, and I've come in here with a negative opinion of brown ales in my little, you know, trolley world being like, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to fucking destroy them. And, um, yeah, I've been really pleasantly surprised. I've really enjoyed the Bambricks one. But for all the reasons you said, Kinger, for everything I said previously, unbelievable for me. It's all up to you, Walshy. Here we like- go. No, wait, 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 hold on now. I, I never said. It's see, not a stout. I don't like it. No, it's, no, no, yeah. no, no. It's not that. <laughs> see, and, and uh, Nally brought up the point about the candy man, uh, but that's salted caramel. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with salted caramel. Maybe it's the maple, and it's not that I think it's a bad beer at all. It is. It's enjoyable. Yeah. But I would prefer the 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 Bambricks myself. But instead, I'd I'd give it a just beer as well. Um, be a lower. Just beer for me on that one, but be be a solid just beer. I mean, I like it, but I wouldn't be going telling people about it, you know, either. Okay. Uh, I just have to check now. Uh, you don't want to change your uh, <laughs> rating. Hey, hold on, hold on. You're sticking with it. I wasn't Qu- allowed to quick, change it last time, so. Qu- I'm ju- oh, quick, wait, flash 50 quid want. in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, I will. I will change my answer for. Hey, well, you know what I mean? I can. What do you change your answer for? <laughs> uh, un, um, that no one else. Un, Nobody unbearable. else. <laughs> Nobody else can see what Mark is like pulling his top down. So uh, <laughs> that might change Walshy's opinion for, for a more negative review. If, oh, if I'm very honest. much so. Uh, oh, that's uh, harsh. So, <laughs> I think. If correct me if I'm wrong, I think that gives. Uh, Whiplash is the ocean wide brown ale, a brutal. Yeah, sounds yeah. about yeah. right. Yeah. I, I, okay, so that's a brutal rating. I would like to say I think that's 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 a very fair rating from the Crafty Crew podcast. Hundred percent. I, I, I think. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. I said mine was just beer. It was on the higher end, and I think brutal is probably the fairest reflection from the four of us of where it should be. Um, I, I can't argue with a brutal rating from the from the podcast as a whole. It's it's a good beer, like. Uh, okay, uh, Mark, for this week's uh, quiz slash question, um, we love getting uh, suggestions and questions in from listeners. So just before we get to that, um, if people do want to send in their own questions or their own quizzes to us, where can they find us? Yeah, so um, on Facebook, you know, might be the easiest for everybody. We're the Crafty Crew Podcast. Um, just search us and you can like us, follow us there. Uh, we post up um, links to all of our episodes every Friday morning. Um, in terms of where you can listen to us, um, everywhere you listen to your podcast, okay, so all the major streaming services, um, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, YouTube, we're there as well. We are everywhere, and we are everywhere. 
<laughs> all your base there belong like to us <laughs> <laughs> yeah and if you feel like you know i want to send an email because i'm a pretty formal person and i like the kind of business like uh business life uh craft crafty crew podcast at gmail.com all lowercase no spaces thank you very much uh cool so we normally if a question is sent in it's kind of whichever one of us in our group sees it first so mark happened to see this one first so he's going to be asking us the question. Um, so I'm a bit nervous being in the the other side of this. So um, hit us up. Well, 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 how the <laughs> turns have tabled. Um, okay, so a uh, longtime friend of the podcast, Adam, uh, has sent us in a... He sent us in four scenarios, okay? And I'm going to okay. put 45 seconds on the clock for each of you, for each scenario. Now, obviously, answer quicker if you want. But uh, that's how it's going to be, Okay. <laughs> So I'm gonna put 45 seconds on the clock after I read it out. Then I'm gonna co- I'm gonna go snap answers off each of you, so we all understand how it's gonna work. Sure. Kinger normally does it by who's on his screen. So on my screen I have Walshy, Nally, and then Kinger. So that's who I'm gonna ask them. So Walshy, you're gonna have to answer first. Nally in the middle, and Kinger, you have uh, the nice easy last place yep. answer. And I'm going to reverse it for each question, though, okay? Snake draft. So, but I, I guess there's no scoring in this. It's just kind of our opinions on something, is it? It's not no, like... I'm just going to pick whichever answer I like. <laughs> okay, so we all know how it works. Uh, and we're going to get ready now. And um, while she prepared to get zero points. But apart from that, <laughs> how are we feeling? I don't okay. know. I don't know. So I'm not Adam... for thinking on the spot. Yeah, so Adam, thank you so much for sending this in. We really appreciate it. And guys, if you send in anything, it'll be on the next podcast, guaranteed. 100%. And you think of <laughs> I'm not thinking about this. shite we come up with. <laughs> yeah, but that's um, not, not wrong. So, scenario one. Okay. You walk into your local, a small pub. It's a cold winter's night. Or could also be an Irish summer one. <laughs> There's a big open fire. A few Christmas lights around. Uh, what pint of beer... What pint of beer do you go straight for? Okay. So I leave it up to you guys. And, you know, whichever answer impresses me the best in 28 seconds will be the uh, one that, uh, <laughs> that gets yeah. the points. So just have a think about it, you know. No, for me, for me, Adam's one. like, you know, you get in the pub and like kind of maybe you see your mates over at the corner, out the corner of your eye because you're like a little late. But you're like the bars in front of you. So you're like, oh, I'll go to the bar first and I'll order. Then I'll go catch up with the lads or ladies. Oh. Um... So you've got so is Walsh six answering seconds. While she's got to answer first in five, four, three, two. No explanation, please. What's your answer? Seeking sunshine. Seeking sunshine. Uh, Nally, what is your answer? Christmas Guinness. Oh, very good, Kinger. Can I say Guinness also? Uh, I suppose you can. Yeah. Right. Nothing stopping you from saying the same thing. Bearing in mind that my <laughs> judgment is all that's deciding the points. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you gotta answer now, though. Come on, you gotta answer. Guinness, uh, like Guinness, is, is what I was gonna go for. Okay, um, you know what? I'm gonna give Nally two points. So, like Taskmaster, it'll be like the amount of people to dictate the, t- 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 the amount it. of points. Okay, yeah. So Nally, okay. I'm gonna give okay. you two points because yeah, it's Christmas and uh, Guinness is is that. While she, you're getting one point because <laughs> picking seeking sunshine was way too predictable for you. You are yeah. basically the whipping boy of Dead Set. So no. you're gonna need to you're gonna need to change up your style for the next three no. scenarios. But like uh, Kinger, I don't I, go I, off I don't scenarios. Know. Whoa, whoa, wait, well, I, well, see, hang on. I don't know if you've watched Taskmaster. Nobody I argues don't. 
Nobody yeah. argues I, 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 don't, I don't even know. I don't know. Well, I've if you want to argue, before. I'll give you zero points. I can do that. Oh, no, I won't argue. <laughs> but I've said it before. The time of the year never really mattered to what I ordered. Is yeah. all I was going to say. That's fair. Okay. But, well, you, you know. didn't listen to the scenario. Okay. Okay. Kinger, I want to give you one point because you just copied Nally. But because it's yeah. like a Christmas Guinness, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt this time. And give you two. Okay. What? Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. So now he's getting the benefit of the doubt. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So Adam has um, what I have to say is probably a pretty realistic scenario for scenario number two. Are we all ready? Yeah. Okay. It's 2035 and COVID has left. Yes. You can go on your yearly holidays to Ooh. Salt Hill and chill on the beach with half of the west of Ireland. Yes, I love on, it. On the one good weekend of weather we've. Yes. So it, can I also say you could also chill by the aquarium? So it's it's leave and cert time. Is what's happening. Going knowledge. It's it's, it's leave and cert. It's leave and cert time. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. leave and cert time, and you're like, yeah. you're barred from from you know or what is it Key Street and Shop Street. So you, you don't go yeah. to Sparch. You go down here. Um, okay. So what cans have you got in the cooler? Go forty five seconds starting now. So guys, you forty five seconds to think about it. The way he's throwing this out there, don't forget it's twenty thirty five, so we're all like what fourteen years older. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna come into it. My rough guesses of your ages. Jesus, uh, I'm on the way to years, sixty at that stage. Oh, is gonna God, come into man. the into the tallying of the points for this. So kind of mid forties or while she does it have late to, does it have to does it have to be hey. cans? Yes. What cans have you in the cooler? It has to be cans. Okay. <sighs> Uh, 10 seconds left, guys. This is going to be an interesting one. You're not going to like my answer. My answer is uh, hot day on the beach in Salt Hill. I'm having cans of Bulmers. I said I wanted um, no explanations. Just an answer. Cans of Bulmers. On to you, Ice cold yellow belly castaway. Okay, very good. And on to you, Walshy. Damn it, Ali. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'll go white hag, hoppy larger. Yeah. Because I think at that age, okay. I'd end up sticking to larger. Okay. Okay. There's some very interesting things here. Okay. So firstly, <laughs> we'll start with oh. Nally. I thought we were going to dismiss Kinger for his cider straight out the bat. <laughs> oh, you know, let me, let me start that's, with you. That's... Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you two points because very nice beer. And the reason you're getting two and not one is because Yellow Belly is very readily available, probably won't go out of business by 2035. Well, she, you're yeah. getting two points as well. Um, good choice. I agree with you. Uh, as you get older, probably Largers just get easier. And the White Hag are now in little, so you're going to get them. For are they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Henry. oh, I see. Uh, yeah, kinger, kinger, kinger. <laughs> I gave you the benefit of the doubt the last time, and then you had to say <laughs> Bulmers. Zero points. That's, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Disgust. Oh my god, the power of the skull <laughs> my head. Irlande Nilpa. <laughs> so Kinger, this scenario three scenario three while she's gonna go first again. And I think this will No 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 kind ha, of... whoa, ha, sorry, can I request something? Yeah. Can Nally not go second? Yeah, Nally can okay. go first this time. So Nally's going first, and then Walshie and Kinger have an extra ten seconds to think about it. Uh scenario number three. I'm gonna call this the Kinger scenario, Adam, if that's okay with you. Because it, it should go right into his wheelhouse. So you're at a decent restaurant. Decent now. Not decent. 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 Yourself okay. and the other half. Or maybe just yourself and a sound roommate. 
Okay. Are there? Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, she was so insulted. Well, she was yeah. a light yeah. up there. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> okay, yourself and the other half, or maybe a sound roommate are there. You order your favorite meal, okay? What bottle of beer are you pairing it with? Oh Go. Oh, God. So you have 45 seconds to think about this now. It's your favorite meal, so you're going to need to remember what that is first. And I want your favorite meal and the bottle of beer bottle you're pairing it with um and nally you have 33 seconds uh while she and kinger you have uh 43 okay time is up nally what's your answer uh so i think uh steak steak chips and pepper sauce and uh vesmal triple Ooh, vesmal triple oh very good uh, okay, Walshy, you're over in second now. What do you got? I think an old, uh, an old chicken curry with mm-hmm. uh, Hope's um, seasonal Christmas red ale. Oh, that's very good. Have you been looking at my untapped? Uh, Kinger, why <laughs> no, you? No, I have not. I, <laughs> just, I had just, something else just, and I was like, quick oh one. no, that one's solid. Just a quick one, Mark. You said bottle, right? Yeah, it's a bottle. I, I know what he said. Let's, let's leave that till the end. Okay, Kinger? We can revisit that, yeah. I would go with a nice um, medium rare steak um, and like maybe twice twice cooked chips, uh, which I know is a bit arsy, but they're lovely and crispy. And I would have a bottle of uh, Alska kiwi and lime. Okay, here's where I'm going. I didn't really like the Vesmala triple because I'm not a fan of cloves, but I understand its importance. Nally, three points. Way! First, uh, <laughs> wow. Way! Uh, Kinger, Kinger, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. The crispiness of the fries and the, uh, like, the nice steak. And then, you know, a nice, sweet, refreshing cider. So I'm going to give you two points. Solid. Okay. okay. Whilst you were getting zero points because you, you said a, a brewery that doesn't produce bottles. But I'm going to give you yeah. one point because the brewery was hope. <laughs> thank you yeah just as you said but i i do i do actually have one that's in a bottle as well but you know well it's too late you put it in a bottle in your kitchen doesn't mean it's it's sold in a bottle okay all right so scenario numero how how are the points going mark this wait canali 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 be caught i don't think so uh i don't unless he gets a zero and i get a three i think that he's gotten too many points, okay, in this. So what I'm going to do, I have to leave him with his two points for Guinness, because that's a solid shout. Nally, what was your answer again to uh, 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 question number two? Yellow Belly Castaway. Yeah, it's a pretty good answer. Like, I can't really punish him <laughs> for that. I know you're you going to take what? a point I, off I me really for really... Vesmal because you didn't really like it, and that's fair I'd... enough. I didn't really like, like Vesmal yeah. Triple, and you know what? Tri- I'm on this power trip, so Nally, instead of three points, you get one point. Yeah, I'm glad that you okay. let Kinger away with also. copying me twice, though, going with the steak and chips and the Guinness. Like, I don't think you can. I, I can. I can get you with the Guinness, okay? But you can't claim steak as yours, okay? That's just no way. But it was no worth way. the effort. If you're taking two points off me, I'm allowed to try and rob someone else's as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. No, hang on. I didn't yeah. take the points off you till after. Okay, so here's where we stand. Scenario four. While she, you're what's, on. Four what's the points. scores? Kinger, yeah, you're on four points. And Nally, you're on five points, okay? And this is the my favourite of the four scenarios. So, Adam, great okay. great show on this one. It's a, There's a lot of imagination going to have to go into this, okay? Oh, but no. let's set it in, in 
this year. So let's say this event is next Friday and there's no COVID and it's just going to the pub or whatever, okay? It's your son or daughter's 18th birthday. They're good kids and have never had to drink before. In brackets, pure lies. (laughs) (laughs) Adam knows. (laughs) So you've got a bottle or a can or a draft. What do you make? What do you give them to make it memorable for them? So memorable. The timer has started. I'm going to say one thing. It's already memorable because they're having a drink on, with their lad on their 18th. So that bit gets taken out. Okay. Yeah. Any it's a, beer... There's nothing better. There's absolutely nothing better than being able to have a drink with your lad. No, it's a special moment. We have all been there. And this is the thing. It's a bo- it's a draft, a bottle, or a can. So it can be whatever you want of whatever beer. I'm going to throw that out there. If it's something that isn't on draft right now, like let's say a craft beer that they don't make a draft of, you can say draft. But I want your answer of for both. I want the beer and the style it's being served in. Okay, so 10 seconds. I think, Kinger, you're going to have to go first. Walshie, you're going second. Nally, you're going last. Five, four, three, two, and Kinger, what's your answer? <clears throat> I would have a can of the all hashtag Dipper. Okay, very good. Down your double IPA route, of which yeah. you're a big fan. Have to. Next up, please, Mr. Paul Walsh. Dr. Paul Walsh. Doctor, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I, could just, I think I think that uh, Lumina Session IPA would be a great show. Ah, uh, now he's remembered something I liked and he's picked it. No, uh, no, I just think it'd be a very nice, especially if okay. they're not into craft beer, it'd be a nice, nice, easy drink. Okay, and what would, you, what, what, what would you have that? Would you have that in a bottle or a can or a draft or... I, t- I think if you could get it on draft, I'd take it. Take it on draft. Very good. Take it on draft. And Nally, yeah. plenty of time to think this one through. Uh, draft marooned. Uh, dead center. Okay, very good. Uh, very good. So, oh, this is a tough one. I'm going to give one, two, and three points so that we can settle this, okay? Okay. Um, I'm going to give Kinger one point. What? Yeah. You're joking me. I'm giving you the one point. The double IPA mm. is nice, but it's not for me. It's not great or whatever. I'm really torn here. We don't have a tiebreaker, so this, this is going to become awkward uh, <laughs> because I'm going to give Nally two points for his great shout of a delicious beer on draft, and then I'm going to give Walshy three points because he not only did he pick something that would enhance the moment, he also tried to brainwash them into craft beer on their 18th birthday. So, you know, that's something that when we're around so, in 18 years or more doing this podcast. So, Mark, just two things. Number one, what happened to the no explanations rule? And uh, number two, I feel you like quizzed, I've won because you, you took two he? points yeah. off me already. So, <laughs> okay. I disregard your second point, but I take your first point and I swap the scores around. Now hey! <laughs> Skip the lads. Hang on. Whoa, whoa. Hang on a second. What? Like, didn't we all try and like persuade them no, with, no. with a, with a I craft said, beer? Yeah, you did. Exactly. And, and the craft beer I liked the most was Maroon. So Nally gets three hey. I've had all three of those beers and that's the one I... Well, you know what? I did like the Siren Lumina. So I have to say, Kinger, you... No, yeah, you still don't have a point. I was going to bump while she's a second wow um okay so at the end of that game wow. <laughs> oh that well, was so much fun now I he gets need... eight 
I I need Kinger to be the quiz master here from now on. This is ridiculous. Like you're, you're changing answers all. I know Nally would have won regardless, but you're changing around shit too often. Kinger, take your power back right now. Yeah, he should. And you've never seen Taskmaster. This is how. It works <laughs> no, I haven't. I actually, I, so I actually Nally, haven't. <laughs> congratulations! You're this week's craft quiz hey. champion with eight points. Uh, Kinger, you're last with five. So uh, yeah, you know you have a, a quiet minute there. Don't say anything. And Walshy, you're second with six. Very respectful. Yeah. So Kinger, how does it feel to be on the other side of this now? I'm more I'm more surprised at how quickly you turned on me in terms of like me sticking to my double IPAs and wanting to pass my I could feel you buttering me up. I could feel you buttering me up. Yeah. Wow. I didn't like it. I will say for wow. the double IPAs, would that be an ideal thing to get your son or daughter at eighteen who you think no has never drank before? Yeah, see, the explanations I know. You Once see, the explanation again, Mark, you around. say this, you say no explanations, but you quizzed Walshy on whether he would have a can well, or a draft. He, or where no, no, but Walshy, Walshy hadn't said. Walshy hadn't said can no, draft. Then I, then I, dis, then I, then Nally pointed out, and I disregarded it, and I decided based on my. I've tried all three of those beers. Um, I fair enough. The Lumina only last week, and I ranked them. I literally went, okay, take out all the explanations. There's three beers, and three kind of styles of serving. What are my favourite? Marooned, Siren, the drafts give them a little bump in my opinion. Okay, so this argument about who won and who lost and how good Mark was as Taskmaster went on for way too long. He was terrible, let's just call it a spade a spade. Next week, it's Sweet Beers. Uh, I only said that because I came last, he was very good to be fair. Uh, next week, it's Sweet Beers, so it's Hopes, uh, Grunt, Citrus and Sweet Beer, and Lineman Saga, Tart, Kvike, or Kvik, or whatever. So, um, looking forward to those. So, until then, it's a goodbye from Nally, goodbye from Walji, goodbye from Mark. And from myself, Kinger, see you next week for the last of this season's Crafty Crew podcast. <laughs>